0: It's your boy Sheldon Bailey and Justin Johnson and this is NC to LA. Hey southern gentlemen, the West Coast Business businessman. You know it, Man. you know it we out here. Yeah, representing that West to the East. And everything in between, you know it, you know yeah. it. Yeah, hey, check my um my shells out. You know what I'm saying? Boom, fresh oh, out of going, Hawaii. going, oh, this going, going big. With yeah, went extra, extra land. West Coast, went all the to Hawaii. Freshly back from the land. Yeah, man, I spent a few days out there on Waikiki. What y'all know about Waikiki? One of the most beautiful places in the world. Um, it's happening over there too. It's like city and beach, like all together. There's a whole vibe over there in Waikiki a lot of uh, relaxing or y-
1: uh, were, were you active relaxing did you get to adventure
0: what was what was your
1: um, oh, you know, Your vibe out there Oh man
0: um, It was more relaxation I did get active a little bit I got to at least You know Walk around And get in the water And do some things like that mm-hmm. uh, So that was cool I got to go back though Because I, I wanted to, the, My adventurous side Is still craving Okay the, like time okay. on the island You know so, what I mean? I mean When
1: you go back What you trying to do When, when I go back, back You
0: yeah, know I'm definitely I'm trying to Paracel Okay I'm trying to All go right. To the top of the volcano Okay I need that Um Pro Harbor Trying to see that, you know what I'm saying? Slide over here to Pearl Harbor, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the World War II veterans and all of that stuff. Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, And then probably just, you know, I want to go to the Jurassic Park joint, too. You seen, you know, people could go visit where they filmed Jurassic Park. It's a big valley and all of that. Nah,
1: for some reason, and I mean, it makes sense, obviously. I, I mean, I never really did the background work on where Jurassic Park was. Oh, you
0: didn't know they filmed part of it in Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah, no. they did, they did. And um, so they have a park there. It's called, it's like a Jurassic Park thing thing over there. So yeah, I want to do that. So I'll go back. Um, I did go one time before, mm-hmm. um, in 2008, for the Chinese Draft Camp. Okay, I remember I, that. Yeah, for people that are familiar, not familiar, uh, I did... Um, go to the Chinese draft camp. I was drafted to play professional basketball in China for the Shanghai Sharks. Uh-huh. Um, that happened in 08 over there in Honolulu. Same city where I was just at. Okay. Hey, uh, peace to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Uh, Hollywood, Vince. Brigitte, I see you over there. Stylist from Game Shakers. Bunch of people on What's the thing. What's going on? What's yeah, going man, on? Yeah,
1: man. Hang loose, y'all. You know it. Yep. Okay. So- yeah. So, so we on
0: episode 13, episode fresh 13. off the trip to, from Hawaii. Yeah, went uh, back to where I got drafted.
1: And yeah, I got I mean. drafted,
0: bro. I cried. I think I, I might have called you. Oh, I'm yeah, pretty sure. sure I called you. For sure. I had to call you. Yeah, for, for sure. Because sure. that good. was a big thing. They flew y'all out too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They flew us out to Hawaii to um, try out. And get drafted, you know what I mean? So basically, the only people that was going to get drafted to China was people that went to this event. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you perform, you do your thing in that event, and whatever, and you get drafted. Um, I played okay, but fortunately for me, God was looking out, you know what I'm saying? And I was able to you know, get on. Yeah. I was able to get get it popping over there in China with the Shanghai Sharks. Nah, that's love. Yeah, it love. was. Yep, yep. So, so I went how, back.
1: How you feel about being on that circuit, like, now compared to, to then? Because, I mean, it, I know for myself, it was always exciting. Like, you know, having that opportunity, especially when they flew you out somewhere, to get it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, you know, being in a position of, you know, having done that. How do you feel about like you know?
0: Well, the the path is still there for guys that want to be professional athletes, want to be pro basketball players that don't get drafted, um, things like that. That's why I went that route over there in China, lived it up. It had a good contract. Guys are still going over to China. Former NBA guys are going over there consistently. Uh, for me, it was it was an opportunity to um, take myself, you know, across the world and. Create a better life for for my family. Honestly, that that boost that little financial boost right there helped me help set up me in L A for my acting career. Okay. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you know what I mean. I took some of that cheese, you know what I mean. Saved it, whatever, and came back and like it helped me get going. And then I think I landed like a big commercial like once I came home and it's, it was then it was like off to the races and it helped me like be established here in 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 L A. And that was 2008 being 2022.
1: Definitely. So we're talking about like that that time frame. That's that's a pretty hefty time frame. So today's um, title, you know, the name of the show is Longevity.
0: Longevity. Longevity.
1: Longevity. We're getting it the long way, Pause. Oh my. God. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, for sure, just like you discussed, um, the things that you've gone through from basketball transitioning into the acting. Yeah. Uh, still maintaining. Um, a, a, a lot of A lot of just Genuine aspect Of who you are As mm-hmm. an individual You know what I mean
0: Are you saying like Basketball roles Yes yeah, You know what I mean And and also
1: just growing From mm-hmm. that but, You know Allowing mm-hmm. that to get you In the door
0: Now I think about it
1: I mean it's been a, It's been a long Long road And I mean You know You got to stay on top Of your game For a long time
0: Yeah so I was thinking about this Because when we came up With the concept Of longevity And I'm thinking Like man Like yeah, like in some aspects, like I really, the things I've been into, I've been into them for a long time now. Uh, and I really love them. Uh, basketball is one thing, and I can still play the game, I still play the game, and I thank God um, that I, I have, I'm still able to, but a big part of that is being able to stay in shape. Um, you know what Hell I mean? I'm, I'm almost 40 now, and. A lot of guys that, don't play, that, that came up with us don't really hoop anymore. Yeah. I'm not competitive like, how we do. And the thing is, some of them are probably, like, in the latter years. Um, but when I look at these long-lasting careers, these NBA careers, they, like, inspire me. You know, you see a guy, LeBron, 19 seasons in, coming up on 20 seasons. You see a guy like my, my old teammate, Jared Jack, I think he did, like, 16 years in the league or something like that. Most like, definitely. That's incredible to me. Guys is doing eighteen, nineteen, or they going overseas and they playing some more, they overseas, they in the big three, all these different things the big things. three for sure. I yeah. mean I see
1: guys, I mean guys like uh Joe Johnson. I mean, you know what I'm saying, if you check out his social media page, like the man is always in a yoga class. hmm Always. You know what I mean? So he's one that's taking his health you know, very serious. I think his conditioning; he could play in the NBA right now. Honestly, yeah, and you also,
0: know. you know what? He modified his game too. You know what I'm saying? He I so Joe, but like he kill you with the mid range. And if you know anything about the hoop game, like the mid range, like they don't got to be; they could be low maintenance. You can get it in. You know what I'm saying? You can get it in on the mid range yes, without sure. having too much, you know, wear and tear on your body. You know how to get to your spots. Not a this lot thing of of guys like Carmelo, sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how to get to that money spot and you can still
1: kill people off with that. And I mean, Melo is a lot, still a lot more physical than, um, than Joe Johnson. Yeah, he is. You know, Joe is yeah. just, I mean, because Melo's a great rebounder also. Yeah. And I mean, it, I, I would say Melo is better in that position, in that mm-hmm. more physical, you know, physical game. Mm -hmm. And Joe Johnson is Joe Johnson is very smooth with it I've always been a fan of his game You know, an SEC guy Yeah, that's a fact I like his get down, for sure
0: Always liked him There was a guy back then with him um, um, There was another guy in the SEC Now, he wasn't like Joe But remember Ron Grizzard. Who was cold? From Alabama. Ron Gazar from Alabama was cold. Yes. Joe went to Alabama, did he went to Arkansas? Arkansas. He went to Arkansas. Yeah. But Ron Gazar was around that same time and he was really, really nice. Yeah. At uh, well, did Gazzar
1: play for Alabama Ice at AU team?
0: You you mixing him up with um my man's. Not 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 Gold Tooth. Gerald Wallace. Jer. They mixing him up with Gerald okay. Wallace. Man, good
1: catch, bro. Come on. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Hey, yeah. but
0: no, those guys are really good. But then I think about, all right, cool. All right, peep this. I just did, I just booked this role as DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. But I booked the role as DeAndre Jordan in 2013, 2014. In what commercial? And no, in the the, the the Sterling Affairs, A uh, new TV series that I'm working on. Okay, doing that. Right? So, DeAndre Jordan was crazy 2013, 2014. Was defensive player of the year and was body bagging. A lot of people in the NBA. He was dunking on a lot. Here I am, 39 years old. You know what I'm saying? Playing this guy, I think at the time he's probably about 25 Mm -hmm. years old, at the top of his game. I'm cast right now to do this to do this thing. I'm like, yo, thank God that I even look even kind of in this realm of elite athletes still. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just worked with Zion Williamson on his latest Jordan ad. Then with LeBron and so like I don't know, one day I'm gonna just do like a Sports Illustrated special or something And be like, hey man I've been, I've been looking and doing star basketball player stuff Since 05, son <laughs> Since 05 oh, Please with oh some man. respect on my name so it was 17
1: years of getting it
0: Come on, man. Oh, man, 17 years Bro, I came in the game as Shaq yeah, like, yeah, Icy Hot. Check, Icy Hot back model. Crooked finger. Come on, bomb. I you never, know what I mean? You can I check the files. That, that <laughs> was my first claim to thing. Seriously, here I am still, man. I got to probably lose about 10, 12 pounds to really get where I want to be, probably to do this DeAndre Jordan thing properly, but I can still catch lob-lobs. Mm. Um, and so it, it's going to be good, and I'm looking forward to the challenge, but I really appreciate like that I'm still... Here doing this stuff, man, and getting it in heavy at a high level, for sure. On top of the fact, I've had two reconstructed knees. Mm-hmm. None of these people that I'm performing as I had them same. Do you know what I mean? Issues, the same. I guess they're uh, not disabilities at this point in time, but <laughs> man, <laughs> these disabilities. <laughs> real, no. I'm over here overcoming disabilities, <laughs> man. Seriously, <laughs> I got a broken piggy. Oh, on my man. knees. I mean, they got reworked, you know what they, I'm they, saying? They got some miles on them. Oh, yeah, my God. Was... People be asking me about my walk all the time. I'm like, I don't even know how to take that. Yo, like, look. Just Seriously. Leave, just leave it alone, man. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, are you all right? Are you injured? I'm like, no, I was injured. <laughs> now, look at me, okay? Have a I nice day. Were, I was injured. Oh, man. I, I mean. was injured a lot. That's why I stopped hooping, hooping.
1: The Technology is advanced. Surgeries mm-hmm. are a lot different. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just the overall fitness, um, the fitness route that you take is a lot different than what it was back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like what we talking about? You know, oh you my take. god, the
0: stretching and the yoga. That's what I needed. That's why niggas. All we was trying to do was get buff. That's it. Literally, like, like warm
1: up was a game. A lot. Stretching <laughs> was a game of twenty one. That was stretching. It wasn't any like you it know what I'm saying true calisthenics. Uh, you know anything active movement? Nah. Like, Heavy like,
0: lifting plyometrics. That was period. it. That was it. Heavy lifting plyometrics. We playing twenty
1: one to get warm, and then we off to the races. Hey Boston. <laughs> so that was that was the lifestyle, and um, what now? Like what we have? Uh, what was, was it this weekend, or it's been
0: like going on this week? The U.S. Open. Oh, the U.S. Open. Serena Williams. We want to pay homage to the GOAT, to the greatest of all time, the greatest female tennis player ever. Maybe the greatest tennis player ever. I know there's men that she could have beat. So, shout out to Serena Mm -hmm. for holding the crown for such a long time. Like, geez louise, like, wow. Like, so incredible to be alive and to have witnessed. It's impressive and it's
1: inspiring. You know what I mean? Because what she she took some time off to be a mother. She still came back, you know, doing her thing. Man, Serena has been a professional since 1995. She came in the game like what 15, 16. Like, and I mean, you know, you're talking about playing at a high level since 1995. Like, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. So, I mean, that within itself is inspiring. So, that type of work,
0: her work ethic. Mm -hmm. But then, on top of the fact, Serena's not just a tennis player and a mother and a wife. She is a mogul, a sports media fashion icon mogul. She held it down. She changed the way tennis was looked at, Mm -hmm. how they dressed, the shoe game. You know her and Nike and Gatorade and they did some they did some amazing things with the advertisements over the years for sure. Most definitely. Most and definitely. and took took strong black females to the top of the world. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the chocolate ladies out there. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. Venus and Serena's represented in a predominantly white sport but with real. some real real melanin. <laughs>
1: Man, they they've changed the game. Um, provided a lot of flavor, for sure, hands down. Put the flavor in the game. And I mean, you know, it was it was it was it's been beautiful to see, for sure.
0: Oh, beautiful to see. I mean, because her play was amazing. But let's be for real. You know, Venus has some of the most epic outfits in tennis history. Yeah, uh, I she mean, so, okay, us, who, who she had gave us the, the yams, Serena <laughs> or years. Venus? Huh? Who had
1: the Who had the craziest outfits, Serena or Venus? Well,
0: outfits mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Serena because the just the body karate, the the buns was just crazy. <laughs> they was they was crazy. Venus came in the game though with the beads, uh, and the beads was just iconic and changed the game. And it was like even more cultural. You know what I'm saying? I, like,
1: see, I see. I think
0: that resonated. With the people. The Beads was crucial. The, the Beads. The, if know. she came in the game with no Beads, it would be different. She came for in sure. the games with mad Beads. Like, like, <laughs> yo, yo, the, the
1: Beads gave her the stamp. The people connected with the Beads, therefore connecting with her. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, that I say that assisted. And then, I mean, for sure they had to perform, right? Yeah,
0: and unfortunately, you know, one time the Beads did get loose. Uh, more than once, I think the Beads got loose, snapped. Got loose on the court, you know. White people were very agitated. <laughs> yeah, by the who's, gonna, who's gonna sweep up all of these beans? <laughs> you got the little tennis guys running. Can you imagine? So let's say, like the, the the people, I forget the guy, the guys, the people are called when they come and pick up the loose balls and, and the dudes and with the, the polo that. shirts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> imagine. Let's play a game where. The, like, uh, one of Serena's and Venus's beads, like, like, broke, uh, like, the things, the beads went yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and they all got, they got a dart in and out to yeah. get beads. And who can collect the most beads at a time? And you can only go
1: for, like, Once. you what, know, well, yeah. You can you, only go uh, in and out. So whatever beads
0: you pick up, that's what yeah. you gotta take back. Yeah. No, <laughs> but you can only pick up one bead. Oh. One beat at a time. Come on, let them use both of their hands. <laughs> All
1: right, two beats. Yeah, come on, man. Two beats. Right. so there you once. go. Two beats. So you
0: darting in and out. Bum <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. bum. <laughs> man, shout out to the ghosts. Venus is not retired, I don't think though. Uh, um, the hmm. they played doubles. Okay. Well,
1: no, 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 no. Venus, Serena, Serena's Serena, Serena
0: retired, but Venus yeah. is older. Okay. Okay. But and I think you know, Venus is still in the game. Yeah.
1: I think, um, well, not I think, but I did. I read that uh, at this point, what Venus, no, Serena said that um, she's looking forward to not being forced to train at such a high level. And this is the first time that she's actually felt this way throughout her career, that she's happy about not having to train. And you
0: know what? There's one thing, um, because I've been like kind of chilling lately. Um, as gear, I'm I now I got to get into a different gear because I'm going to start with this project. But I had trained really hard to go play to the U.S. Nationals in mm. in like what was that? March and May. So kinda, I was kind of I kind of like low key shut down a little bit right since then. Um, and I but this is probably like the first time I think in my life where I like kind of like appreciated like not having to like hoop. Mm -hmm. And I drive Like I was kind of like Over the last couple weeks Been in my house a lot Right Just staying in my house And I just It's been a couple days Where I didn't go anywhere And I was just like Man If the only reason Why I'm gonna leave my house Is to go play basketball And to train I'm not doing it today Yeah I mean I feel you I do I'm doing my in house work I'm doing on my body Whatever But to go Drive downtown To compete And hoop to drive over to Santa Monica and to compete and hoop? And this is the only reason why I need to leave the crib and drive and to get on the 405? No, I do. Nah, man. I don't uh, want to.
1: That's one thing about being in L.A., for sure. Especially, you know, living in Long Beach and then driving to Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, I don't want to leave the house if, if it's not business or, you know, family related. You know, and, and I apologize for anybody that, like, invites me to anything. I, it's it has nothing to do with what you're inviting me to. It's just the fact that we live in LA, man, and it's
0: ugly to get out the house. See, he's been living like this. Yeah, I'm again. just now like catching up, like post COVID, like you know what I mean? And, like just staying in the house. And and at
1: this point, like really over the last year, I've been um, switching the business model to work at home a lot more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as real estate doing um, doing the virtual real estate. And uh really mastering that game and um and having the webinars and things of that nature for fitness professionals. Like, that's it. I don't I don't wanna leave the house unless I want to leave the house. And that's what I'm trying to get to. And I mean, I see, you know, by far I'm not like it, it ain't a financial thing of, you know, I see how rich people just wanna get lost. No. Nah. But I understand the mentality of like, yo, I just want like to have the money I need to where I don't have to Really go and do much. I, don't I can work on my fitness. Around. I can go and visit my family, my my uh, my brothers and my mom. Everybody's kind of spread out to where I could get a little bit of this. Yo, I can go to Louisiana, get some great cooking. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Get some love. Spend some time with the family. I can go, you know, to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just chill with my brother.
0: Whatever. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like and you talk about uh-huh. man, life that's talking about life by design. You know what I mean? I really was at the house chilling. It's like my job really mostly for the most part is like to stay in relative shape and to audition, right? Mm-hmm. Um so as long as I'm like doing my auditions and things like that, like I'm cool. I now I'm like about to start working, and I I got a new show and then I book something else or whatever. So, um it's cool, right? So like I mean, honestly, before, but like these auditions, I would have to drive over here. I have to drive over here. Maybe I have to yeah, drive yeah. two or three places. So, yeah, I throw the gym in the mix with it. But I, and where I stay right now, the type of gym or the gyms that I like and that I have memberships to are not in my immediate area. They're not necessarily super, super far. But like, well, I'm I mean, trying to go.
1: nothing in L.A., is super far, right? <laughs> we like we discussed no. that it's not a it's not a distance thing, and no, that's like not. the <laughs> misconception that people have when they come to LA. You know, it's like oh man, you know, it's not this is like twelve miles away. Cool, let's hop on
0: the four hundred five. That twelve there. miles might hit you for forty minutes, fam. Easy, and and that's forty minutes there, and then whatever it is on the way back. And uh, I'm just gonna say, like, traffic in Los Angeles is like a soul sucking sort of situation. I don't know what it is, man. But I'm telling you. So when it's I, discouraging. Come on. Yo, so like when I was at Nickelodeon, I lived in Torrance. And then I worked in Burbank, right? We filmed Nickelodeon in Burbank. So maybe this technical is like twenty two miles. Mm-hmm. You gotta get up real early to get there in forty minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Otherwise it keep going it's like an hour. On the way home, sometimes it would take me Two hours, son. Two hours mm-hmm. to get from Burbank to Torrance. Yeah. By the time I get home, like I don't want to do nothing else. I'm here for the day. I ain't cooking. Like, yo, we get takeout, whatever. I'm on the couch, fam.
1: Yeah, no, I completely understand. And, I mean, Burbank is past Beverly Hills. Yes. So I remember hitting like, yo, I'm just not leaving Burbank. I'm like, yo, I got like maybe 45 minutes before my session's done. Then I'm out of here in the hills. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's depending on what time, you know, what time of the day or what the situation is. It's crucial, man. It really tests like, that's why so many people in L.A. genuinely love what they do. Because they're willing to sit in traffic for
0: an unlimited... Especially <laughs> if you were an actor. And if you was an actor pre-COVID... You better love the game, fam. Because oh, you're going to two or nah. three auditions. If you're lucky and you got a good representation, you're going to go to two... could going to do two or three auditions a day. You could do several a week for sure. And it's going to take some driving. And you got to really want to do that. And you might not book a lot of those. Yeah. you might, So I thank God for the self-tapes. The self-tapes, like... But I like... They had self tapes before, but now it's like more even playing ground. So everybody doing self tape. So like yeah. I right, hit my self tape versus your self tape and we're gonna that's see what it is. Thing now. Yeah. That, that's but I, you the, don't gotta leave the crib. Yeah. you. man, look, you're talking about longevity. I drove the, I drive these L I ain't done. I drive these LA streets now still. But since 08. Yeah, 08, 08 to COVID. I'm telling my tax people didn't even believe that I was doing the type of miles. Like, 25000 a and year.
1: That's the biggest deduction. And, I mean, you know...
0: I maxed out the miles. They was like, you can only do, like, 23. I was like, all right, I'm doing, like, 26000 25000 mm-hmm. a year. I was, anyways.
1: Man, I'm telling you. Nah, that's, that's some real stuff, man. So, yeah, just... That's like the behind the scenes of living in Los Angeles and why, you know, oh man, people are just really living their dreams out. Yeah, it's a price you pay. And it's not it's not what you think, it's traffic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, traffic, traffic,
0: tr- <laughs> traffic, tr- traffic is definitely part of it. Um also, remember we used to live in Hawthorne? Mm-hmm. Fam, my mom just found old like she found a stack of old parking tickets. And they're paid now. Oh, yeah. They're of course, paid up of now. Definitely. But bro. I got so many tickets in Hawthorne. We stayed in Hawthorne, man. Like the street signs was like four signs on one street. Like you just like I'm not you confused. Yeah. And then back then, like I don't know, it was packed. So you just park where you could park. Park where you had room, man, and try to get up early enough. Exactly. And
1: hope that you got up early enough, maybe to go hit the gym, because that was you know when we were at the Spectrum Club, and uh, was like Bay Club now. But we get up early enough, we roll down there to where we won't get no tickets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, shit, nah, we, we collected them. And I don't know, you know me. I was, you know, somewhat of a rebel, bro. Yeah. I'm like, ah, you know, they ain't, they ain't going to really... Oh, well,
0: we can get to pay. your tickets. We can get to your ticket situation right on the hall. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> on oh, oh, some yeah. too. Oh, yeah, listen. Yes. I done paved streets and hold on, mm. no doubt. Swear, because I never paid none of them tickets on time. But they paid now, right? Because oh. they would have came for me by now. Seriously, I, I think I was annually... I was doing, like, 1,200. not <laughs> 1,200 a year tickets. It's like, Every way, year. way too many tickets. Every year. year. Every year, seriously. I mean, even now, still, like, I'd be, like, 300. Like, but for real, back then... And then, also, I used to party a lot
1: back then. That would get you. That
0: would get you. <laughs> because... I would park, I would go, I would pull up, I would come home. Uh, I, maybe I wasn't driving. I would get home, I would arrive yeah, to yeah, the yeah. place, whoever was driving, and then they would park. You just park wherever yeah. there's space again. you park where there's a space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, yeah, the street sweeping started 7, 8 in the morning, and I'm loaded, and so. you've been in the streets all night. 8 a.m. comes real early. So it was plenty of times I was just strode out the house like nine, trying to go move the car and I had a ticket. I was lucky. Sometimes I might be lucky. Sometimes I wasn't lucky. I was just doing my best, man. That
1: that that inebriated mindset when you just like, you know, when seven o'clock hit and you probably in you came in a house at four thirty. Yeah. Man, you just like, man, yo,
0: get that ticket. Sometimes you be like yo, <laughs> man, charge that forty to the game. Yeah, man. yo, forty dollars, whatever. Charge like, that forty so, to a good. I'm so spot. out of here right now, like it's just forty dollars, whatever. Yep. But the problem is, I never paid them on wow. time, so they was all oh, wound up being like a buck twenty, or a ten, or whatever. It was an issue over there in Hawthorne. I'm glad I got parking now. <laughs> I got a garage. I don't think I
1: got a good yeah. grasp on my ticket situation until like maybe like four, four or five
0: years ago. Which well, is sad. You know I'm Justin and I went to go play basketball. This is when we were still oh playing basketball God. together and competing there. In Santa Monica. We looked forward to hooping uh, regularly because this used to be my... This like a hoop bro dog. You know what I mean? I can't get him on the court now, but at that time, like... He was like a hoop. He was he was hooping, hooping. I still probably Loyal was playing them more like hoop spots, but he would pull up. And so we went to. He had the Mustang. Green. Shout out to Lloyd Lloyd Cook. He uh he copped the joint from Lloyd. Yep. He had the Mustang. <laughs> so we went in the Santa Monica to do our thing because we like we was one of the best two man groups. And even right now, I swear to God, if they did a two v two tournament. We're going we gonna to cause trouble yeah, for, for sure. anybody in this city. They do two V2s. It's it just a what natural thing. It's whatever. It don't, yeah, from the young guys, the old guy, over 35, it don't matter. We're we going to hand out some fades. But anyways, did I think in Santa Monica. Boom. Headed back to the car. We go to the, get to the street. It's like the street is clear. Not you know? a car in sight. What happened, Justin?
1: <laughs> Yo, my joint got towed for tickets. I owe so many tickets. I probably paid I probably paid like 3500 for the Mustang, right? I owe so much. I left the car in the uh junkyard.
0: I think he had more tickets than the blue book value on the vehicle. I had Honestly. more
1: tickets than the blue book value. Of the car. Which is crazy. And so, yeah, so. And, I, I, but
0: what? But the thing is, he parked in front of a police station.
1: I parked in front of a police station. With the
0: tag showing. Um, the back, the back, he ain't even back into I, the jump. I did not. He straight just pulled, walk, walk, walk. Boom, and he literally the car in front of the door. <laughs> So, if the police officer come from him, he's his tags, is like a year. His tags is like 13 months expired right now. Bro. Like, yeah, he that on was the, my first car.
1: Like, he, I, I ain't believe in nothing. He on the next,
0: next year. Yeah. He on the, the other, other year. Like, bro. Bro. So, I, like, if it's 2022, he on, like, the 2020 tick the 2020 sticker.
1: Mm-hmm. i never forget I'll never forget, bro. So, yeah, all of the charges, the tickets, the the tags, all of that, it was way more than what the car was worth. And I'll never forget just leaving that joint in there like, yo, all right. Lloyd was
0: really hot at you about that because that car has sentimental value. Yeah, it's but me. I didn't.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, of course, I understood. But I was just like, I mean, mm-hmm. I paid you for it. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, like, Why do you care what happened? Yeah, like <laughs> if, if I would have gotten an accident, like the car would have been non-existent, whatever. <clears throat> but like I paid you for it. it like, you know what I'm saying? But I understood, like, for sure. Shout out to Lloyd, man, for selling me the whip. Because I think I paid, like, I mean... Uh-oh. Nah, no, good. Okay. Yeah, like, he still gave me a good deal. And, um like, he, you know, he had souped up the engine a little bit. So, you know, nah, it was It was dope. It was dope. I mean, I was wilding with that car a lot, though. Like, I usually just park it and leave the top down in Hawthorne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, I, like, I mean, eventually, yeah, of course, somebody somebody stole all of my CDs out of there.
0: They didn't take the radio. They just took all my oh, what in the world? Sorry. Excuse me, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's <all> good, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I put the out, out west, uh, pillin' Mustangs with Justin down south, raising bread, thermal bread. They broke the mold mom and pop's got gone. Jamaican rum and whiskey, how they mix me. A fight like Mike and Catskills, right? Like 50 and Poughkeepsie. This, uh, so, uh, anyways, but that was a rhyme, it was just rhyme. the Mustangs, just remember it. Real life, yeah, pillin' Mustangs with Justin, because yeah. it was, wasn't it, was it a stick shift? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah.
1: it It was a stick shift, bro Like I used to, I used to Yo, get Erica it. called Yo Yeah, like you don't see the, You don't <laughs> see the man like that's going, going live is right
0: amazing. now I don't know what's going on <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody Sorry About the karate chop this person through the phone, seriously yeah.
1: But no, nah, that was a uh, I mean, still, we look back And I mean, I was, I was super reckless But it was good times, though,
0: man Good times. Good times. Well, a lot of
1: basketball, a lot of just, you know, lessons being learned.
0: Early in the LA days, that's whenever Justin used to come out of the crib with no shirt and a uh size eighteen flip flops, um to 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 get something from the corner store. <laughs> in the store, no shirt. It would only be him and like this really big fat guy that reminded me of like or poor Biggie Smalls. They used to be on the block. <laughs> they used to be the first two dudes up early in the morning on the block. in the
1: morning, man. Because yeah. uh, it was a school right next to the store. And so, you know, some of it was like, you know, if you could get up early enough to make sure that you don't have a ticket. And then you're already out there anyway. You know, you may as well go see what's going on. Get whatever you need from the store. And you know This was a mom and pop joint So it wasn't no rules on You know They, they knew we were coming in there On a the regular So I'm in and out man
0: I ain't, uh, Nah I wasn't putting no shirt on I refused Yeah Nah that was those days I mean honestly When I first came to LA Like we talking about like Our longevity right So we going back into the story So But like Also how It was when we first started You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like Bro We stayed in the one bedroom you know what yeah. I'm saying? We was three deep in the one barrel. I was 23, 23 years old. Yeah. Um, 23, 22. Tw- yeah, yeah, we was young. I stayed in the living room. Um, you know what I'm saying? And so had to, I had the you know, couch floor action. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was for like a few months. And then I got my China deal. And then I got my China deal, and that was cool after that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that, that situation... Um, you know, thugging it out early like that. You know what I mean? Sleeping on the couch and the pallet on the floor for like a few months. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it was part of my drive and determination to, you know, elevate. And you know, it was one of those things where you had to kind of sacrifice some comfort a little bit. You know what I mean? To incubate and to allow your craft to grow and mm-hmm. allow your dreams to uh, develop and to come to fruition. I mean, and one of
1: the things that I've learned is um, of course, like you know of course, like the topic longevity with things that we've done over time, you have to take action, you know what I mean, and of course, the actions that you take they will start to improve, especially you know if like in the acting game or if you're playing a sport, as long as you're working and putting forth you know what I'm saying that extra work, then the actions and then they'll start to reap, like, positive results. You know what I mean? Because you're constantly, all right, boom, this didn't work this time, or maybe if I improve in this area, the next opportunity will be dope. And we would improve, and then the next opportunity will be dope. At the end of the game, you know, you've accumulated a lot of, like, wins. That doesn't mean, like, you know, there were no losses. Mm -hmm. Don't mean, like, it wasn't a grind. None of that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, okay, like, man, look... Because I've taken action, I've accumulated Mm -hmm. a lot of
0: W's. And that's the thing about longevity. um, It is the accumulation of things over time. You never really know where you're going to wind up where you're going to end. You just keep going. Mm -hmm. You keep going and keep creating different opportunities and things. And so I really feel very fortunate to be able to still be able to keep achieving things. You know what I mean? Physically, um, in my career... Um, the physical thing is definitely a big thing for me because you want people to know how many time, how the around and about how much time I've spent in the gym, mm-hmm. on the court, you know what I mean, working on my physique, working on my physical abilities. Yeah. Uh, so anything that I get because of my basketball playing abilities or because I'm in shape like a pro athlete or anything like that, like... It's a testament to my work ethic and what I've been able to do thus far. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't really try to like compare myself to anybody, but I do pay attention to certain guys that hit certain benchmarks. You know what I mean? That are, that are my age. And I take my guy my hat off to him for doing that. And I think dudes are doing that at a better level than they probably ever done it before, as far as sticking around and playing at like a high level. I mean, uh, I, I would say at this point,
1: with um, with the ability to kind of backtrack and look at a lot of people's careers, in most sectors, if you're in shape physically, you know, that that's going to help, you know, push your brand a little further.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, I mean, you know, you think about, like, the super successful guys. They don't have to be, like, you know what I'm saying, Terry Crews-type condition, but... When you look at, you know, the top business dudes, you see a healthy man or woman, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, that's one thing, you know, health is truly wealth, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to take care of yourself. Um, guys sit around, I mean, not just guys in the sense of males, but individuals sit around and they make all these different business plans and it's like, why are you making all of these plans and you're not trying to take care of yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like before your plan could come to fruition. Like, you're you going to be diagnosed with something that money can't handle. or You know what I mean? Like, money can't take care of certain illnesses at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? So, I think, um, for sure, keep maintaining that balance and continuing to take care of yourself. And for individuals that haven't seen it as important, you know what I'm saying, man, get to it. One step at a time. We're money. talking about our physical,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I come, we come from athletic backgrounds, but... It's important to stay healthy, is, bro. and you know, like you know, as I see a lot of I don't know it's the people that I follow on social media, or whatever. But it is a trend, you know. what I mean, I feel like you know, health is wealth for sure, and being active is crucial. And even if it's just taking walks or doing things for like sure. that, I I be getting turned off. I ain't gonna lie when like a female tell me she don't like to work out or she don't like to walk. Yeah. I mean, like a minimum. We got to, you know what I'm saying, you got to, like, I don't know, that's just crazy to me. So it's just, to me, that just sounds lazy. Like, yeah. because, how does it I mean, gonna work out in the long run? Yeah.
1: Because you have so many different, you have so many alternatives, especially I, uh, living in L.A. If you, if you're not a meathead in the sense of, like, weights and, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: not a lot of female law, but women should be doing more resistance training, though, by yeah. the
1: way. But I mean, you know, like what you got, you got good trails in L.A. for hikes. Oh, I love a good hike. You know what I'm saying? So you have a lot of different options. I mean, for people that like to swim, you got the beaches. You know, hikes are great for dates too. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> um, I'm, they they are. Yeah. They are. Um, but yeah, you got so many different options and things that you could do. Just going to the beach is an active workout for one. If you're in LA, you know what I'm saying you're gonna have a nice little walk.
0: Just walking on the sand <laughs> in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii and I like seen something like over here that I wanted to go to. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to walk on the sand. I was like, walking on the sand? I'm like, bruh, it's like a drag. It's taking a while to get over here. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's unstable too, you know, the little little wobbles here and there. Core. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah, the core is getting activated right now. I'm like, yo, all right. I admit, so I, yeah, I'm not really that much of a fan of sand, but I respect it and what it could do for, like, your fitness levels and I'm like I gotta get my son on the sand even more because I'm seeing all these little imbalances that it creates so it like helps create like um, stronger smaller muscle fibers like in your ankles and your joints and things like that because they're responding in the way they're not used to having to respond to Yeah. knowledge Uh, uh just in case you didn't know
1: and if you don't live near a beach, most of the times there are um, volleyball pits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the distance, if you're doing sprints, defensive slides, things of that nature, you could really get it in at a volleyball pit. So no excuses on, you know, not having access to sand.
0: Yeah, and I just walked, like, right lately, I've just been walking. I've been walking and doing, like, um, doing home at, at home workouts, mm-hmm. which I always kind to- of was corny, but, like... Girls that I've dated in the past and like my nanny, um, they swore by like P ninety X and all these other at home workouts. I'm not doing those, but I got like these cool little apps on my phone and there's some like been doing those and they've been doing pretty good. Well, I mean that's the thing. Activity <coughs> stimulates,
1: you know, caloric burn. I don't mind. It doesn't matter where you do it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I encourage people, my the very first thing at minimum, you know, I encourage people to walk, you know, uh ten K before ten A. You know, try and get your 10,000 steps in before 10 a.m. in the morning. So, if you got to get up before your kids go to school. 10,000
0: steps by 10 in the morning. Yeah, that's I did it. a lot of steps, Justin. I did it for a month. But and that's a lot of steps. Yeah, but I mean. We got to okay. start out with 10 bands. Bro, yes. That's, what is that, like five miles?
1: Yeah. Like three and a half, something like that. I and I go I would knock it out. I would go down because from the crib, if I yeah. run to the, the basketball courts and I run back, like that's you know what I'm saying, that's it. So I was like, alright, boom, I'm gonna put that in my regimen, you know what I'm saying? Start knocking that out and I realized you you don't have to run it. You know what I mean? I never I never really cared about the, the speed that I did it in. I just made sure that I did it. And that would that would have me good for the day, you know what I mean? Of course, by the end of the day, I got like eighteen to twenty thousand steps. But like I said, I mean, yo, just just go for a
0: walk. You know what I mean? This guy is a super. Uh, he's like he's an athlete. He's a trainer. He, I mean, ten stacks. Hey, shoot for ten thousand. Um, but if you need to start off with five or twenty five hundred, yo, that's that's it. Respect and just build up. Yeah, and I you, mean, you, and you will th- get used to it, and that's the thing about fitness, is always a new challenge. For you know, sure. The challenge, is, the challenge is never done um, at all, and you know, uh, I think this is crazy, bro, like, I was 16 years old, I told, my AC, I, I, had to, I told my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, I had all of them repaired, mm-hmm. and rehabilitated myself, and so when I think about it, like, bro, I'm like, still here, like, I'm still standing, here. Yeah, for real. 39 years old, 23 years after that incident. And I can still do I can still run up and down. Still give you buckets, for sure. Um, Shout out to
1: people like Bron, too. You know what I'm saying? He helps motivate me.
0: Man. He helps motivate me. I mean, for 11 years. I mean, I was LeBron James' body double. You know what I'm saying? Like, real. They say LeBron spends over a million dollars on his body a year. So what does that say about Me? Year after year, portraying arguably the greatest athlete alive. You gotta be good. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. Man. We know. <laughs> we know. Not a fluke, man. Shout out oh, to man. shout out to Rose and Sam Bailey for the genetics, though. For sure, y'all, y'all created a good one.
1: Man, you you but yeah, again that also, you know, I mean of course everybody doesn't have a million dollars to invest into in that body. Had, no. <clears throat> but the effort that, you know, I'm You saying, got a will. Man, you got that's a will it. You got and, a, you
0: got and, a Capable body and a will And, and you work. got so much information out. To so research. Much. I use these apps on my phone right now, my workouts. I've look I've I've been I don't know how many years, twenty year fitness professional et cetera. Like, I use the apps on the phone. There's no excuse. I love it. There's I no love excuse. this app on my phone. It helps keep me accountable. It counts the calories. It, like, keeps track of the workout every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, boom, that's what's up. And I don't even need it because I know it all. I don't know it all, but I mean, I know enough to do what I need to do, but I've yeah. just been enjoying it. And the technology has, like, become, like, helpful. I think we should use the technology more and, like, and staying fit and, Doing what we want with our bodies, and it's never too late.
1: No, it's, it's never not. too
0: late to it's get never started too late at all. You can improve. It is not always easy. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. Yeah, but it's not too late.
1: And I mean, it's a, it's. I would say it's a mindset thing first. You know, once you can, you identify that. All right, this is what I'm gonna accomplish. This is the plan, and I'm gonna execute my plan. And your only objective needs to be that every day you're going to execute the plan, not necessarily the result. Because, of course, after a time, oh, you're going to time get
0: that. the time, and accumulation. That's it. You, you know what I mean? Right? But put every Put thousands of steps today. You get your calories down. Today, you know what I mean? You put your more thousand steps in the next day, you get your calories down the next day, and you know, then over time you start to see the accumulation of work mm-hmm. will result in the decrease of body fat and an increase of how you look and most likely how you're gonna feel about yourself. That's it. That's so, what
1: I think. And that's why I say and I encourage them and um I did an interview and that's why like the ten thousand steps came to mind because he was asking like professionals or entrepreneurs. And so, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I'm going extreme. Like, I mean, you've already decided to go extreme, you know, if you decided to go and be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. within itself, right? So, yeah, I challenge you. I say, yeah, man, if you if you out there getting it, you can set aside the time to get your 10,000 steps in. You may have to work, you have to make, uh, wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Man. But, I mean, that's what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, you putting it towards all this effort to make money. Like, yeah, hey, what, you, you croak in a
0: year? <laughs> one thing one thing. also on longevity, too, you will at times have setbacks. Mm-hmm. And you will have things like what we talked about a couple of episodes, droughts. Mm-hmm. You got to stay the course. And That's the main true. thing about longevity is staying the course, pushing through. You know what I mean? I've had a bunch of ups and downs in my career since I started this thing in like 2005. But here I am, um, the oldest I've ever been, with an opportunity... To, I, I just signed, you know, the biggest contract, TV contract of my career. Mm-hmm. But what if I would have quit? What if I would have quit during COVID? You know what I'm saying? What if I would have gave it up because things had got dry that one year? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, but here I am with the you know, the most high-profile situation that uh, I've had in my career. And part of that is because I've stuck to it. That's it, man. Plan A. It either has to work or it has to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember whenever you and I had a heart-to-heart conversation, and we both decided that we said we wasn't going back. Mm-hmm. We That's said we're well, we not going back. We said we are not going He was not going back to Mississippi, and I wasn't going back to North Carolina. Yeah.
1: And we got it done. And, I mean, like we said before, you know what I'm saying? The show, show stopped, so... You know, yeah. there's one thing, man. I mean, um, I go back
0: regularly, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, go back, yeah, yeah. You know, to yeah. live full time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and maybe I will after, you know, get a couple more things accomplished here in Los Angeles. But that was the point was just because we all the way over here and our season just ended, nah, we got, we seen opportunity here. Almost oh, done. So definitely. we was like, nah, we're not, we not going to leave this opportunity to go back to that, to something more basic and more familiar.
1: Yeah. That's it, man. And I and mean, that's the thing of, you know, getting outside of your comfort zone. Um I mean, of course like maybe the comfort was basketball, but we we took it, you know, head on. You know what I'm saying? Like we was like, yo, we we don't mind being uncomfortable. We know what the vision is and we just stay locked in. Um just like you said, you know, it's it's not about a perfect journey. You know what I'm saying? Like things are going to happen. But as long as you stay locked in, like, you're going to be good money. You know, like, that is the true secret to success. You know what I'm saying? It's like to continuously put forth the effort towards the goal and execute on an everyday
0: basis. Bet that. That's it. Hey, it's about that longevity, man. Get it the long way, y'all. You know it, episode 13. Michelle Bailey, Justin Johnson. NC to LA. West Coast businessman and Those southern gentleman, the West Coast businessman, but you know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. All right. All right.